Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest buds, gamers say. You're just like that image macro of that dude from 4chan. You know the one? The d- oh, oh. Where he's all sweaty. No. Oh, you don't know, wait, the you guy don't at, like, at the computer? No, uh, no, he has like a cloth over his head, and he just like looks super concerned, and it's just <laughs> super sweaty. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I'm surprised you haven't. I feel like that's... I've probably seen it. I just, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. And and the words I'm using are not describing that picture it would see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. You're listening to an episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, Joe Boda, and this is the podcast for the week of August 16th, 2015. That other voice you just heard was Peter Samin. Yo. Yo, talking about hot, dank memes on the podcast. Topical. It's what the kids asked for. And we're all about the kids. Gross. No, I, damn it, Joe. I, <laughs> legitimately, like we want, the, we we want the kids to listen to us. We, we we need to get into the minds of the youth. We need to know what the youth are all about. We're worn out and old and kind of out of touch. Yeah. So more and more, I'm I'm really feeling that I'm totally out of touch because. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just because of one of the things that I'm into, but I go on Tinder and yeah, sure. I, there, I find people that I can appreciate. I find people that I can talk to, but half of the people on there, they're like, I'm into blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, is cool. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I've never even heard of that before. Like, what are you talking you have, about? And then you have the old man moment where you have to Google it and you're like, I want no part of that. Yeah. You, you Google it. You're like, oh. Apparently, this uh, is like some new rapper that sold millions of albums that I didn't even know it. Are you talking about, didn't Drake just release an album? I know who. Oh my God, I, I'm so old and white. I know who Drake is. <laughs> well, who wasn't a, there was a hot Dr. fire album. Dr. Dre. It was Dre, Dr. I'm Dre. sorry. Well, Dre's old. Dre, Dre's Dre 50. Is old. Yeah. Still, so, still but, rocking so, though. But yeah, still rapping. Rocking, still rapping. Yeah, get your terminology straight he's a hip hop dizzling hip hop dippity dop hip hop dippity anitas don't <laughs> stop yep but okay well yeah that's I just don't know rappers in general I kind of suck uh I don't oh, what, it's not what, even what, that what, I did what was what was that one time that we watched oh what we were watching some video and you were just like Man, why isn't this guy put out more stuff? And, and we're just like, dude, he's dead. Like that rapper's been dead. Oh, it was Biggie. <laughs> yeah, like um, like Biggie's been dead for a long time, I, dude. Was that was that what I said? Okay, because I yeah, I remember watching a music video by him, and I I actually kind of had it. I thought that he might be dead. 
Yeah. So, yeah, but I wasn't sure, and I forget how I phrased it. It may have, yeah, I think it was along the lines of, has he put out more stuff? And Marcus, I, th- <laughs> I think it was Mark who was there. He just looked at me. He's like, you're kidding, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, he's dead. And I'm like, oh, that must be Biggie, isn't it? Shit. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, it was that, uh, yeah. Yep, I'm not good. I'm not... You know what, though? You could almost chalk that up to anything, because I'm not good with celebrity faces in general. I mean, it's just stuff that we're not... It'd be no different than if um, if someone was like, oh, wow, this Ryan Davis guy, he's really funny. What's what's he doing now? We're just like, dude, he's he's dead. Like, it's he, just... He, it's just he's he's done. Yeah, it's just like, we just don't pay attention to rap that much, the, the same way that people don't pay attention to, like videos on game sites i guess so i guess it's just one of those things the only difference the subtle difference is that biggie smalls is kind of a he kind of uh he's an icon and that he yeah he penetrates beyond just that scene but yeah yeah, other other than that it's the same concept generally speaking yeah 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 um but you know one song that everyone should know is superman yeah, I I know it. I know it very well. The kids love Superman. Sing it for me right now. No, are we? Wait, let me just get oh, my I thought, trumpet I thought here. You were gonna play the. Uh, I thought you were gonna play the uh, music, and I was gonna sing. What's the? What's the? Uh... Oh, we could acapella it. You know no, what? Let's say. Let's save everyone's ears. Let's just save it. Let's because Superman's not gonna be in the new Tony Hawk game. Support our Patreon for our a- acapella rendition of Superman. <laughs> Wait, it's not going to be in the game? So I just wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, so they revealed the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 soundtrack. All right, how's it looking? So the thing is, I don't know, like... <laughs> I don't know, like, any of these songs, which could be good or bad. It, it could be good in that maybe there are a bunch of songs that I don't know, and I'll learn new cool stuff. I actually watched the uh, the new trailer for the game, and it had one of the songs in. It. I was like, "Hey, this actually sounds really good. It sounds like Tony Hawk. Like this is this is good." But it could be bad in that maybe this is a bunch of bullshit that we don't want in our game. You know what? The way I see, it, well, it's like it's two things. One, I feel like a lot of games, you know, whether it be Madden or Tony Hawk, have always gone with like. In addition to having maybe a few big artists, they go with smaller artists just because the licensing is cheaper. Oh yeah, totally. And, and, and actually, that's cu- that's kind of bitten us in the ass in some some ways because like half of the songs on Tony Hawk One and Two, you just can't buy those. Like you, you, yeah. you can't. You have to pirate them because there's no other way to get them because they're from like random ass bands that were in California that existed and locally and like made their own like mixtapes. Exactly, and on top of that, even when the soundtracks came out, you know, like people didn't know them. So that that that's the thing is like anyone who would be legitimately upset that Superman is not. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think anyone is. I think everyone is reasonable enough to know. I just that, I just wish yeah. they had custom custom soundtracks. Oh, so that's not going to be a feature. They're not going to let you run it from your dashboard. Maybe or? I'm not sure. Well, obviously it'll support um, Spotify. But what yes. I'm saying is, like, put yeah. in a USB stick with the Tony Hawk soundtrack and let it play. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if you can do that. Uh, Ten bucks says someone has made a playlist of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater One soundtrack. You're, okay, you're to some extent. You're 100 right. You're 100 right. If anything, you could make your own playlist. Okay, I'm. 
Okay. You're calm. You're calm. You're cool. You're collected. <laughs> Joe, I'm sweating. I'm okay. I had to take my shirt off. I was sweating. I was sweating. Huh. Huh. I literally have a giant layer of water on me. I put too much pepper in this food. I just, I'm sweating like crazy. I didn't realize that you could make something so spicy that even you cannot handle it to some extent so it's not like it's not a oh my mouth is burning it's more of just yeah. like my entire body is just secreting sweat gross but apt apt um <laughs> huh that, yeah that's wait tell tell the nice people what you're eating then you okay. say pepper <laughs> yeah yeah let's, okay, let's hear okay. it okay okay so I, I, I should have gone to Costco today, but I was I was just like, oh, I don't feel like getting up and buying food, even though I really need it. Like I have no food. Well, I've I've very I've I've like I've I've, I've like scraps, basically the the various like random ingredients that you might put into separate dishes, but they don't go together very well. Mm-hmm. So this is what I decided to eat. I uh, took an onion, uh, diced it up, uh, put some diced up some garlic, sautéed that with some olive oil. I'm like, okay, what do I got meat-wise? Okay, I've got these burger patties. Okay, stick two of these burger patties in there. Uh, I'll put, put salt, pepper, uh, some of this burger seasoning I have. Um, cook that. Then I'm like, okay, what else I got? What do I got in here? Oh, I've got these like old diced potatoes that I made like a week ago. Eh, they smell all right. Okay, we'll p- stick the diced potatoes in there. It's like, okay that's all done it's it's turned into some sort of weird amalgamation kind of weird ooze um then i put it in a bowl i'm like you know it needs something else need something else put yogurt on top plain yogurt it actually tastes all right but yeah too much pepper just just a mishmash of nonsense it's a mash all of it it's a mash it's um I don't i hesitate to call it a monster mash but in many ways (laughs) it is in fact a monster mash Oh man, gross! Ah, uh, boy, oh boy! I know we start like this every week, but I am worn out. Are you? Actually, legit, yes. So, this past week has been nonstop, like quite literally. So we recorded last Sunday, yeah, last Sunday as per usual, mm-hmm. and then the next day I had to catch a flight back to Ohio. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yay! And my plane ended up leaving at noon. So I'm one who tends to skimp out on breakfast a little bit. So I got on my plane at noon and ended up having about a four to five hour layover in Phoenix. Uh, so there I came I came to a fork in the road as to what my decision would be. Do I spend a lot of money on food? And by a lot, I mean like maybe 20 bucks for a meal and sit uncomfortably on the flight. Uh, back to Ohio, or do I just drink? I I think we all know which one I opted in for. Wait, did you have a layover at all? I had a layover in Phoenix. Oh, but th- there weren't any like places to like get food in the airport. There were no, better? There, there were there were places. The thing was, I, how much money did I want to spend in the airport on food? Oh. I, I guess I, I guess a, I was wondering like any like chains because usually the chains still have their regular prices there was no change that i could see a lot of it was like bar establishment or like you know like airport specific stuff uh so i just ended up hunkering down somewhere and just had like an ipa and something called like an espresso it was some 
it was basically a white Russian, but it tasted like espresso. Mm. I ate, drank that, got plenty buzzed, went on the plane, ended up arriving in Columbus at t- one o'clock in the morning because the plane was supposed to arrive at 11.50. We arrived at 12.15, and turns out that all the ports were taken. So we had to sit on the tarmac for about 30 minutes, and I finally was able to get into the airport, get my luggage, and I had to hail an Uber. And this Uber experience is arguably the worst I've ever had. Oh, really? What happened? There There were... So... Okay, so... Strike one, I hailed the Uber on my app, and it says that he has a 4.4 rating. Now, I'm not sure how many Ubers you've used, but I've never seen anyone below a 4.8. So, 4.4, that doesn't seem very good, uh, which is weird in this kind of foobard sort of way, but, you know, that it still seems like a nice rating. Well, I was already like a little, some kind of flag was going off in my head, but I'm like, nah, it can't be that bad. He shows up, and he's he's Somalian, which is actually pretty common in uh, Columbus. There's a lot. So, you know, he helps me with my bag, and he seems nice enough. We start driving. He has a mount for his phone, <laughs> for the GPS, but he insists on holding it in his left hand. Oh, my God. And looking at it. And I'm, I didn't say anything because it's one o'clock in the morning. It's not very busy. So I'm like, you know, I've, I've had friends drive worse. Or under more distractions, so it's not exactly. I don't know. I don't feel too bad. I will let that slide, and I'm still sitting at a five star. Um, we ended up transferring from one highway to another, but the transfer required us to go on actual roads first. And he looks at the GPS, insists that the GPS was wrong, <laughs> goes in the opposite direction of the GPS. And, of course, the GPS was right, and he was wrong. So we start circling around for about 15 minutes. He insists that there's a connection issue and that the GPS just isn't behaving correctly. And I'm just, like, kind of silently being like, um, I think you should just follow the GPS. Uh, uh." (laughs) I didn't want to tell him how to do his job. At the same time, it's like, dude, just trust the GPS. You know, how long have you driven in this city? Like, surely you have some idea of where you're going anyway. Do you even need this? Yeah, because I was asking him to go by a location by Ohio State. You know, I feel like that should be a somewhat common destination from the airport. But, anywho, I'm like, uh, okay, you're getting a doctor star. Like, this is dumb. This is unnecessary. He ends up my trip early, which is fine. Um... But so I know only charging like 16 paying $16 for what would have been like maybe a $25 trip, which I was okay with, but it just took so long. And we finally got to our destination and we ended up getting there at about, we left the airport about at one. We got to the house at like two, two o'clock. So it's two o'clock and I've just, I'm done. I'm spent. I'm tired. The guy helps me, and then I go up to the house that I'm supposed to enter. Everyone's asleep, so I had to call him, but he stuck out. Like, he hung out in front of the house by his car waiting for me to get in because he wanted to make sure I could get in, which seems nice enough, except I'm about to give this guy four stars, and I'm not sure if he gets notified of that or not. 
So I don't want him to be there when I like <laughs> give him a rating. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like super nervous, and I end up getting in, but it was just it was unpleasant, and I finally got in the house at two o'clock in the morning and it's like dude you're getting four stars he gave me five stars though as a passenger so vicious i don't know it's just this just after being on a plane for 10 hours this is not what i want to come home to mm-hmm. yeah so totally. um, that, that's i don't know that's just a dinky story that happened that was my me finding my way home otherwise i'm exhausted because the I spent like a few days at Ohio State and I took the time to play Ground Zeroes. Um, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot to say about Ground Zeroes and so I'm going to start banging it out right here. Um, ground Zeroes, Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes, I've written this analogy out because I think it's accurate, is Ground Zeroes is to Metal Gear Solid as Days of Ruin is to Advanced Wars. So is that a... People, it, did, people didn't like Days of Ruin. See, and that's the thing, is I liked Days of Ruin. I think Days of Ruin did a lot of things right. I think it did some things wrong. And I think it if you go into one of these things with an open mind, it can it can drastically change your experience. So the backstory, Days of Ruin is from the Advanced Wars series, which is typically a very like cartoony, kiddish, uh tactical uh war game. And Days of Ruin is like was the last one made in the series so far, and it was super serious. And but it also brought a lot of balance to the game. It did a lot of things that the previous iterations had not done that I think were necessary for making that game fun. But at the same time, it sacrificed a lot of the cutesy aspects that had made it kind of a cult favorite for a few people. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is very similar. The the games before this were very much kind of they were kind of jokey in that they didn't take themselves too seriously and they were just big and dumb. And Ground Zeroes... So the thing about Ground Zeroes is, first and foremost, it's more serious. Uh, You have Kiefer Sutherland uh, playing the role of Big Boss. And, of course, he doesn't speak a lot. But it's not exactly a problem. Like, if you weren't looking for it, I don't think you would notice, you know, the cutback in dialogue... Um, but otherwise they don't, they don't, it's not as jokey. There's some referential humor that Metal Gear Solid is known for, but I don't think it's as ridiculous, I guess. It's a little bit more grounded. The gameplay is also a little bit more difficult. Um, previous iterations of Metal Gear Solid, when people ask me to describe that game, I would always say, oh, it's like an arcade stealth game because it very much was, you know, it was very liberal with how you were seen, like if you were seen and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, This newer iteration is a lot harder, but it also rewards intuitive gameplay. So that's the thing is it's like, it's harder, but none of it feels, it, it feels very much when you do something, the thing you expect to happen happens. So you can go prone or you can crouch. And in the day, you are very visible, even if you are crouching. In the past iterations, if you were crouching from far away, enemies wouldn't see you. Now they can see you from far away. But if you crawl or if you hide under certain objects, they will not see you either. It's, I don't know, it just feels like it makes sense. The game still makes sense, even though they've made it a lot less loose with how you go about stealthing. So 
I don't know. I I think it's a good game, and I think it's a good improvement on their older formula. But the some of the quirkiness is gone. Um, you can see hints of it here and there, and even in the gameplay demos of Phantom Pain that have come out recently. I think it'll still have some of that, but it is playing it a lot more straight. Um, which I kind of like. So then that leads to another point with... Uh, the character arcs. Uh, I feel like Big Boss... You know, there's a gap in the story between Solid Snake and Big Boss um, as far as what happens in between. I remember you talking on an earlier episode yeah. when you were kind of getting a feel for... I think it was after you had played Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like, so what am I supposed to think of Big Boss? What, who is he as a character? Like, you is he a bad guy? And I was kind of, like, weird about it because I couldn't necessarily tell you because that story hadn't been filled in yet. When you play Metal Gear Solid 3, you play as Big Boss, and he very much behaves like Snake. And really, their motivations feel very similar throughout the series, yet in the original MSX games, he was an antagonist. And... Liquid and Metal Gear Solid 2 is also an antagonist and or well Ocelot in that case both of them claim to have the big boss's intentions and I think why I'm hyped for Phantom Pain is they're finally kind of characterizing big boss in a way that makes sense because so far all we've had is Peace Walker and Metal Gear Solid 3 to characterize him and then when we look at stuff that happens in the games later on in the timeline it they, they don't connect yeah they don't make sense and that's so that's, that's what i've always wondered exactly and that's the thing i've noticed is ground zeroes the way it ends i think sets itself up as it, it sets it sets the stage for phantom or uh, from phantom pain in such a way where big boss Big Boss has seen some shit. And Big Boss is kind of pissed off. Mm. You know, not overtly, but it's very clear that Phantom Pain, I feel, is going to be a game of vengeance. And in quite possibly a very reckless way. Um, when it, Whenever you get towards Peace Walker, and if you, when, whenever you complete Peace Walker... There is a there's an aspect of Peace Walker. I don't know. You you'll there's a very big there there is a very there's a centerpiece to the next three games that you will not notice until the end of Peace Walker that seems to have some a fundamental underlying contradiction to what Big Boss is all about as a person, you know, his, the way, what he thinks at the beginning of Peace Walker and what he thinks at the end of Ground Zeroes seem to contradict each other. And it's sort of in a selfish way. He like chooses to be a hypocrite in a selfish way. And I think we can elaborate more on that because I don't want to spoil too much of it. Either way, I'm very hyped because for once in this whole series, I feel like there's actually care some tender love and care put into the oh, design really? <laughs> of these i mean yeah i mean they were, they were big dumb action games and that was fine and the lore wasn't necessary i guess in some ways like it was just crazy it was stupid for the sake of stupid this one i feel actually has some cohesion the, the narrative 
is much more satisfying in a cerebral sort of way. And that's why I think I liked Peace Walker so much. And I feel like Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain are, go- are continuations upon this sort of grounding of the series. But that's not to say that the ridiculousness is going to go away or the big dumb action pieces. But I, I think I'll enjoy the story a lot more. I don't know. It's it's hard to articulate until you actually get around to playing those games. But all I can say is after playing Ground Zeroes, Phantom Pain is a day one purchase for me now. It it wasn't before. Now it is. Like, 100%. I'm, I'm putting Bloodborne on the back burner for this game. So bloody-ass back burner. That bloody-ass back burner. It only grows larger. <laughs> I, I'm only going to try to rearrange orders... Not necessarily removed from the list. I have a lot of games I need to play. Hey, I I vote that you do Jack and Daxter as soon as possible. I you know what? Then that'll that'll be my that'll be first up to bat. When I get back, I'm going to try to play Jack and Daxter and trophies be damned. I'm just gonna play the, that series. There's oh, no time. Dude Okay, Jack one, you could get the trophies no problem. Jack two and three, just don't, just don't try. Just play. all right, cool. The they the Jack two and three, the collectibles become incredibly difficult to get. All right, sounds good. Like Insider I, I didn't even platinum those ones. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's serious, huh? Yeah. So yeah, that that is my big uh, epiphany with Ground Zeroes. Um, otherwise, this past week, uh, I visited a tattoo parlor. Oh. Um, because I expressed intentions of getting a tattoo, and so I took I took the time to visit because I emailed them late at night, and they're like, "Yeah, you should come in for what you want in particular. You should come in just so we can verify and make sure everyone's up, uh, up and tight, and everyone knows what's up." And I come in, and I end up asking. I requested for one specific tattoo artist, but he wasn't going to be available, so I got someone else. And I'm going to tell you right now, okay, so actually I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What do you, tattoo parlor, what comes to your mind when, I when, go you, to, think of what, what, when you think of what a tattoo parlor looks like? Oh, I mean, I've, okay. Oh, okay, so I've really? Been, I've been, you, have, you have insider baseball on I this? I mean, I've been to a tattoo parlor. Typically, at least the ones that I've been to, they're not just tattoos. Like, sometimes they also usually sell, like, gauges and, like, other, like, various body enhancements. Um, usually, I don't know. They're 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 usually pretty chill dudes. They're chill dudes. They're no, just, yeah, yeah. They are super welcoming. Okay, because that was the thing. Is I okay? So the place I went to is a place called Evolved, which is right by OSU's campus. And honestly, their artwork for their um sign is trash. It's real bad. <laughs> and it and in order to get to this parlor, you need to go into a like a roadside door, which is like an apartment building but it's been outfitted for commercial business and you have to go up these steps and it's just, it's kind of this dungy stairwell and it's like, this is how I get shot. <laughs> um, but then you walk in and it's like bright. There's tight, it's tiled floors. The walls I think are actually sponged. Like they take a sponge, put paint on it and they sponged mm. it with this nice, like Auburn Brown, this Brown or something like this, the autumn colors. And it's super bright and super nice. And it's like, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I went in there with kind of like the jitters because you know oh. it's it's this is going to cost me two hundred dollars and it's going to be permanent. So you know you you get kind of like that cold feet sinking mm-hmm. feeling. And I actually left that parlor like ready. 
I'm like, yeah. no, I want this now. So did you think you were going to walk in and it was going to be like ghetto, like back alley, some guy with like, some guy walks out with like a bloody shirt and like so, like a needle? <laughs> I mean, I, I expect a level of professionalism, obviously. I mean, it's, and you, you never know like how the attitudes of the people there are going to be. Like some of them are, you know, they are chill. They were super chill. They were super helpful, super, fr- super friendly. Like their customer... Uh, just, just they're, they, they were good people to talk to, which is cool. You know, there was no one who was like kind of stone faced. No one had a resting bitch face. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's super, it was super welcoming. And I guess just the decor in general kind of put me off because honestly, otherwise I would have thought that was just like some nice salon that middle-aged white women went to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> th- that, that was the thing is I've been to some salons that look pretty dungy. So like, you know, it, it's like it. Yeah, because I get my haircut at a place called Studio Posh, and that place is anything but posh. Like, it is it is jank. <laughs> and so I kind of expected a similar kind of setup to that. Not that I would have minded too much, but I don't know. It was, it was, there was a, it was hyper nice, you know? So I don't know. It was, that was an experience. I, I walked to that and I got everything set up and now I've put $50 down as a deposit. So there's no backing out. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's backing out. You just lose $50. I mean, there's no backing out. I need that money. I need, I need I, it. I need it. I need it. So, yeah, and I went there. And then um, on, was it Friday? I think it was. Yes, it was Friday. I had a technical interview. So, um, I've yet to get an actual official job offer from Cisco yet. But on my last few days, I applied around within the company um, specifically in San Francisco offices because I want to be in San Francisco, not San Jose. Um, and I got contacted real quick uh, by some guys who are doing who work in, up in San Francisco on their iOS build team. And so they're like, "Hey, yeah, would you like an interview, or would you like us to have like a preliminary interview?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, hell yeah, of course." Um, so I talked to them on Friday. And it was really interest. It was eerie. So the reason why this was eerie is one, there was no technical questions. They didn't ask me anything super hyper technical. Um, it was kind of more like a question answer sort of deal. So they're like, so I see you've done this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, yeah. And I talked about all of it, but what was eerie about it is the thing that they needed it to employ someone for the jobs that they needed and for iOS build entailed every single tool that I had used in the past three internships. Like they use, they run it on Jenkins and I'm like, I have experience. Well, they needed, yeah. they needed a product that needs a very specific function. And I had already worked on a component of that project. My, f- my uh, first internship and then the last internship, I worked on the scripting language that they will be using. And then in the middle, I worked on components tests that are similar to what they would be running. That's good. So yeah, basically, I I had wor- I had worked on every single piece, but never at one point put all of them together. And that's what this job would be doing. And so I got through. Mo- I mean, I got through it because it's not technical. And he's like, okay, I have a few questions that I'm going to send you, and I'm going to. Over the weekend, I want you to work on them and write out programs and then get back to me and we'll work something out next week for another interview, a follow-up. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. 
this is gonna be this is gonna be where I fail hard. It's gonna be like bubble sore. I'm doomed. It's over. And then I get <laughs> the questions. I get the questions. So there are two questions and and a bonus. And it's like, yeah, you can answer one or the other. You don't need to answer both, but if you want to, you may. I looked at the questions, and I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do both of these. And then I did them in three hours. And I've been spending the past week in polishing a turd, so I'm going to submit those. Either way, I don't know. It was a confidence booster because this is an opportunity that I really want. And... I'm ready. I'm ready to try. And then it's like, oh, yeah, here are these technical questions pertaining to the job. And I did both of them. It's like, that was easy. That was too easy. See, What's I, your angle? Well, you see, <laughs> I like so I like that setup. I like when they give you questions and say, hey, return it to us in a couple of days rather than the one that I hate is when they are talking to you and having you code something on the fly. It's like, this is too much pressure. Like I, I, I'm so nervous right now that I literally can't even think of what to code. Like I, I, I much prefer the, Hey, you take this, come back in a couple of days and show us what you did. Exactly. Yeah. I kind of had, so uh, yeah, I had to sit back for a few moments to think about like the design of what I was going to do. And I also, yeah, I had to look up a lot of shit because I know Python pretty well. Um, generally speaking but you know there's some nuances to it you know i sometimes i forget like how can i append a string i mean i know i know what it is now but it's just like stupid stuff yeah that that in during an interview if you were to say i'm familiar with python and then you failed at it it would look dumb but you know i I know how i know how this works it's because see that's what i that's what i hate about those types of things because it's like it's stuff that really, in the end, doesn't matter. Like, oh, you didn't know what append is in Python. Like, who cares? Like, you look that up in two seconds, then you know. Like, it, these are universal things that, as long as you know the concept, you can look up what the syntax is. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I, I did them, and they were easy. And it, it's one of those things where I'm looking at the questions, and I'm like, so how is this going to go down? Because clearly, because he said you could actually do it in any language, and I opted for Python because guess what? My code is like less than 50 lines long. Um, but I, yeah, I'm just like, so how is this going to work? Like, are, am I going to like turn this in and you're going to be like, yeah, it works. You know what you're doing kind of, or it's like, okay, are they going to start questioning design decisions by me or better yet? Both of the two questions were like applicable to the project. But if I had put them together, in some form and I could have put them together in a way that would have actually solved the exact problems we were talking about in their in the interview that my position would be trying to fix. I don't know. It's like I could just make you fix your problem right now, but should yeah. I? It's like is that I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Space Brothers and that entire TV show revolves around tests and quizzes that are never what they seem and it's like there's always an ulterior motive that they're trying to test and now I'm just paranoid I'm like ah I don't know so I did that and then I visited some relatives and yeah uh not much else is going on with me other than got the iTunes feed submitted for change um 100% in Majora's Mask I did that on like my last day on the bus Woo. Or no, I take that back. I did it in the airport right before I got on my plane. So, 
Yeah, that I'm never playing a Zelda game again. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to because that's like the only game I have any remote patience for because of nostalgia. Yeah. And otherwise, unless, unless oh, they revolutionize Zelda and make it like way way more uh respectful of your time. Perhaps, yeah. Uh, yes, that's actually 100% yes. If I can skip cutscenes cuz even in Zelda, especially Majora's Masks, there was one event that you have to do that requires you to do a chain of events, about four events over the course of all three days, and then the last puzzle, if you fail it, you screwed up the quest line and you have to start over. Jesus. So it, it, it sinks about 15 minutes each time you do it, which isn't too bad once you optimize it, kind of, but you know, figuring that stuff out, like not knowing what to do while as I kind of did, is just a horrible. It's probably the worst quest line in the game. Everything else is generally okay, but if they had cut out the chatting in most of that quest line, where it offered some form of like a checkpoint or some way of checkpointing it, like teaching you a new song that would get you around an obstacle, then I would say it's okay. But yeah, the, they need to cut out dialogue in that game, in in all the games. Yeah, and and Twilight Princess was the worst because they would slow down the text for certain parts. It's like, it's scrolling so sl- Why? Why is it scrolling so slow? Yeah, like they need... If if they are going to take the time to have cut scene, Yeah, there's two options. Well, no, this is, it's an option and a sub-option. One, we need actually voiced over dialogue. So that's one thing they need to do. Two, if you're going to have cut scenes, you need to give me the option of skipping the cut scenes. It needs to be an option. I don't care. Your story isn't that good. If I can skip skip the cutscenes in a game with an actual story, I should be able to skip the cutscenes in a game where the story is literally tacked on after the mechanics and gameplay have been developed. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, either way, I'm good. I can rest easy. I've completed a Zelda game for the first time, and I also 100%ed it. So, come at me, haters. And uh, otherwise, I tried separate hair conditioner. So I generally get the three-in-one thing because <laughs> I'm a I'm a kidult. Wait, three-in-one? Uh, conditioner, shampoo, body wash. Jesus Christ! Okay. I I only okay. Are so you actually, like some sort of animal? <laughs> Are you a freaking dog? Like what? <laughs> I okay. I only did that for the summer. Okay. Because uh, I was but, gonna say my entire life I've had them all separate. All of them? Okay. Yeah. Because I generally if I do get shampoo it's also conditioner um, again because I'm a kidult <laughs> and yeah so what I did was when I got back uh, in Columbus I was at my uh, my new the new place I'm staying at which is I'm gonna have two roommates a, a dude and a girl and the girl's conditioner and shampoo was in there and I'm like I need I don't have shampoo on me or so I'm just gonna try both of these like I'm gonna just sample it I'm not gonna use too much because it's yeah. not mine yeah I just need to get clean and I used the conditioner and my hair was so poofy but in a good way Ex- it's like yes this yes. is so nice yeah see Joe actually and going even further well so I have weird going head- even further. <laughs> I have weird head issues to where, like, if I use re- normal shampoo, my head, my scalp gets really, like, flaky. Your head, yep. My scalp does. So I have this special shampoo that I have, and it's, like, made of natural ingredients, 
Well, it's special shampoo and separate special conditioner that's all natural ingredients, no chemicals and shit. Like, I think it's made of, like, coconuts or something. I, I have no fucking idea. But um, I've been using that, and that stuff's, like, the best. The thing is, it doesn't foam, though. So it just feels like you, like, stuck, like, butter in your hair or something. But it, <laughs> it, it washes out. It's it's all cool. Yeah, I mean, it... it yeah, I, I have, I've seen the light. I'm a believer now. <laughs> also, I've been growing out a beard, and I've just realized that the the conditioner actually does a good job making the beard not feel like pubic hair. Mm. Because you know, well, I mean, because that's the thing: the facial hair is like the same consistency that you have with every other body hair. Yeah, yeah. And it's really stiff, and it hurts, and it's not pleasant. And using conditioner on it, surprise, makes it soft, like head hair. <laughs> so who to thunk it? So that that's that's like my weird ass coming into adulthood epiphany that I've had just now. So here's the other epiphany, Joe. And okay. I and I just recently, well, recently as in like in the last couple of years figured this out. You're only supposed to wash your hair a couple times a week. Really? Is it cuz the natural oils are like good for your scalp or something? Exactly. So I only wash my hair like every 2 or 3 days because if you do it too often, you're literally like killing all the oils in your head and like making your hair die. So your hair die? What color? <laughs> yeah. Well, probably gray. Aw. <laughs> I could tolerate gray hair so long as I have a full head of it. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I I'd love to be like a like a, a old dude with awesome gray hair, just like you know the cool old guy with the gray hair. Just grow it out. Just grow out your hair like you did back in who knows when, and then it, when it's all gray. So I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing that again. You should do that again. I think that was really cool. I think that was. I think your hair, your hair looked best then. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I liked your hair. That was your best head of hair. So I I haven't I haven't gotten a haircut since I moved to Kansas. All right. So this time. is this is the do or die time. This is this is when I make the I have to make the decision. Do I get a haircut because I need one, or do I just let it go? Just let it go. Like literally, like once you cut it, you're gonna be waiting that much longer to find out if you want it long or not. I don't know. <laughs> are, what are the hassles of having long hair? Like, did you feel them? Did you feel the oh, yeah. pain? Yeah. Well, I felt it as in like it's something you don't think about, but like you feel the hair rustling up against your face and that's something i never got used to it's like oh it's touching me it's touching me <laughs> it's touching me i had that i have that issue growing out the top of my hair when i had an undercut because you know the side the sides of my head were short mm-hmm. because they were shaven and the top was long so i would get like my hair would fall over on my head in such a way that it just felt really uncomfortable it's like i'm not used to that this it's like uh i don't know yeah you should grow out your hair again then grow out a beard and become like zeus lebanese zeus i'm gonna be honest with you joe i'm really thinking about it like the long hair or also the beard both do it become a caveman the only problem is I really suck at growing facial hair. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't come out. There's like there's parts of my face that just don't grow anything. It's like, uh. Yeah, I'm I'm just hedging my all my bets on my hair will get long enough, such that it, yeah, because my my um, chin strap area grows very thick 
as a beard should. But then, yeah, the top, my cheeks do not grow very thick. And also, the rest of my beard does not connect to my mustache. Just like Big Boss, though. So, solidarity, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a weird comparison to make, but I, I felt so happy when I realized that. Uh, yeah, so I'm just growing it out and hoping that it'll just thicken. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Fish it'll maybe weird. it'll be like the rest of my body, where like one day, just all of a sudden, I'll be able to grow hair there. Like, like it's weird, Joe. Like my entire life, I basically never had like chest hairs, but now I have random ass chest hairs. But it's not like it's not like a oh cool, you have like chest hair. No, it's like every inch I have like this random ass two inch long curly hair that just sticks out. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's like at that point, it's like, why not just shave it? I guess. <laughs> yeah. I just leave it. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I have no shame, but that, then again, I have a full, like w- my body hair is just, it, it does not stop. So it's like, <laughs> well, it's not, maybe not attractive, but it's a hell of a lot easier to just let it grow. Like I can't shave this shit. It'd be like, It'd be like in the forty-year-old virgin, where they're waxing Stephen Carell. Oh God! Yeah, it, I mean it's not that bad. Or but or, or that episode process. of Sein- or that episode of Seinfeld where Seinfeld shaves his chest and he's just itching all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you have to deal with it growing back. And yeah. It's just, oh God. Um. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about it. So we might not know how growing out our hair will be, but what we do know, what we do know, Peter is the Splatfest results. We know what happened. Did okay, the so, kids or the squids win? Well, that wasn't the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that it should be. The contest. <laughs> so the thing is, um, so they, they, they rate these on two, th- two factors. One is popularity, and the second is matches one, like percentage of matches one. So marshmallows completely destroyed hot dogs in popularity i'm pretty sure it was like a 70 30 split as far as popularity between marshmallows and hot dogs but hot dogs won a higher percentage of matches isn't this like the similar conundrum as last time with the cats and the dogs yeah yeah so marshmallows won overall but that was just because so many people picked marshmallows over hot dogs. Actually, if it was based off of percentage of wins, then hot dogs would have won. You might even say that the hot dogs got roasted. Sure. Were, were they not? Was it not roasted hot dogs it was, and marshmallows? It was, it was roasted. So the hot dogs got roasted. Uh, Shut up. Uh, I hate you. MTV roasted. I'm getting off this podcast. I'm done here. Podcast is over. Joe, I haven't talked about my terrible life yet. Tell tell me all about your terrible life, Peter. Okay, Joe. So this weekend, I didn't do like anything. There's I don't know what I don't know why. I just didn't feel like doing shit. Um, typically, like last okay, maybe the last two weekends because the last week I was like, eh. And the thing is, I feel I I always am looking out for things to do. And last weekend I fucked up. Apparently last weekend we had the Kansas City Comic Con, and I didn't even go to it because I didn't know what was happening. And that 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 that, that, that hit me hard. That hit me hard a little bit. But this weekend I specifically was checking everything, social media, like websites. Like no, there's not really anything. Like there's stuff going on, but not stuff I care about. Like today there was this touch a truck thing. I'm like, well, I don't really want to touch a truck. 
I'm gonna. I'm not gonna touch a truck. But um, <laughs> they were Aww. like, it's an educational experience for kids to touch trucks. I'm like, well, I'm not a kid, so I feel like I'd be weird there. But um, I mean, but at least you're not a squid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, mm-hmm. so this entire weekend, I basically spent it watching videos, and then last night. I was up until 6 a.m. last night. You know why? Because I fell into this rabbit hole. Oh, I thought you were going to say you fell and you couldn't get up, but yeah, the I rabbit was, hole is also a good place to fall I, into. I, I, you know, I, right now I'm on the ground. I brought the mic down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the compromises we had to make, but the show must go on. Um, what was this rabbit hole? I watched a lot of Seinfeld last night until oh I passed God. out. And that's why oh I God. knew that episode. Your life is so sad. I watched the Soup Nazi. I I watched like I watched Seinfeld from midnight to six a.m. So wait, did you watch like all of them in order, or did you jump around? Um, I jumped around basically. Okay, so the only places you can get Seinfeld besides pirating it is either uh, Hulu, which I don't pay for. It's not on Netflix. But it's, they have select episodes on Crackle. So I watched every episode they had on Crackle, and then I went to bed. Um, huh. It's just some random choices from between the third season and the last season. Just some random ass. Like, I think it was like 12 or 15 episodes. All right. So you didn't really have too much agency in it. No. But they were all I- like they were all like highlights. They were all like good episodes. All right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because I, what was I, I was like in a thread an- the other day about like, oh, how I want to get into this TV series, but I don't know how. And they're like, oh, well, the best way to do it. Is, oh, wait, no, shit. No, it was a giant bomb cast where they're like, oh, yeah, just skip season one of Star Trek The Next Generation, yeah. watch two, and then watch these episodes. And I'm like, that just sounds, that's weird. Well, I find that really peculiar that I, you're watching a chronological show in like, you know, yeah, yeah I, I guess for me, see, I've already seen all the episodes of Seinfeld, so for me, it was just like going back. But um, yeah, if I was gonna watch a series, I would go. It's all or nothing for me. Like I'm gonna watch every episode, or I'm gonna watch no episodes. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can get away with it with like sitcoms, but in that particular example with Star Trek, it was just like what that I feel yeah. like you would have that would leave a lot of questions. I don't know. I'm sure they have done a better job researching it than I have. Oh yeah. But but so uh, so Saturday I got some more of those boxes those amiibo those boxes I used to store amiibos mm-hmm. because those the two I bought were already full so I needed more space for future amiiboing and when I was at the when I was uh, at the container store I got matched up with someone on Tinder I was like okay what's up oh, with this yeah. what's up with this chick what's a, okay in her profile she's like. Gamer since day one, blah blah blah. Sports seem fun. Also, I think I'm cool. Maybe and I'm like, okay, that's a weird profile. But gamer since day one, okay. So I'm like, I literally say, so what? What game do you game? Oh no. Okay. It takes ah! her, it takes her like an hour to respond, but of she course. responds with like a list of basically every game I love. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 but, whoa. But, but will she love your game? I don't know. But so plug it in to find out. So, Joe, we've we we've, yes. we've the problem is so I've tr- been trying to talk to her. I want to I want to at least hang out with this chick and see what's up. The problem mm-hmm. is she fucking sucks at responding. 
naturally when she does she always responds she always responds eventually she and she always seems happy to respond it's not like she's trying to ignore me at least as far as mm-hmm. i can t- as far as i can tell cuz when she responds she actually responds with long paragraphs about stuff okay it's not like she's trying to blow me off it seems but she just takes forever like there's like hours between each response so i'm trying to figure out okay do i need to get this girl's phone number or do i just need to like basically say hey let's hang out like i've already i've already alluded to hey we should hang out but i don't know i because i don't know i i it just at least to me it seems weird when people don't respond that quickly because like you're on your phone like you always have your phone with you does it really take you that long (laughs) but uh yeah, yeah, no, I, that's that's for, yeah, because that's like what that's part one of the aspects of Tinder is it's like get to the phone number as fast as possible, but when the conversations are going slow, exactly, then, then you then get antsy. You get antsy, but also then you're just like, well, you you lose momentum. You 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 if you if you can do the responses quick, you can gain momentum and then be like, okay, I want your phone number. Versus like if there's days in between, you don't you never gain that momentum to feel like you can ask for the number. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's it's so dragged out. It's so long. Yeah, no, I feel you. That's yeah. that's frustrating, but but uh. yeah, just she, I don't know. I'm curious because she, I was like, "Jesus, so you play all these games?" She's like, "Yeah. I mean, it's expensive, but I like it." I'm like, "Oh, it's worth every penny. Trust me." I and I was like, "I own all these these games. In fact, you can borrow them from me." No. <laughs> borrow no. No, but, uh, but the thing that, that I, so I mentioned, like she was like, "Oh, what games have you mastered?" I'm like, "Well, that's kind of a weird thing to say, like mastered." I mean, I kind of suck at games, rock honestly. band bullshit, and that's what I said. I said, "I'm I'm pretty good at rock band." I mean, I'm a little out of practice now, but I used to be really good. And she's like, "Oh, I like rock band." And then she's like, "Are you getting rock band four? I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Me too. We should play sometime." And I'm like, <gasps> "Yes, we should. We should definitely play." Would it be so? Then I take it that she probably has a PSN account. Or at least, well, it doesn't matter. I would she, ask her. According to her, she owns. This is what she said. She has says she has five consoles and eight handhelds. She didn't say which ones they were, but I'm gonna say based off of what she owns that she owns all of the major consoles that are out right now and all the major handhelds that are out right now. What I would do if I were you, Boo, is, um, yeah, I would say be like, hey, so then what's your PSN or live, the. Uh, username and phone number like i would just yeah. like wedge phone number i would ask for those and then wedge the phone number into that and see <laughs> if like she responds totally totally i don't know yeah i'm still we waiting should, for we, i'm still waiting for a response because the last thing she said the, the, the last one it, i don't know it's kind of interesting I, i'm always interested in see what other people think as far as when i say this type of stuff i'm just like yeah, blah blah blah. It's 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 kind of refreshing to meet up with someone that actually knows shit about games because it's kind of rare. She's like, yeah, I don't know why it's so rare around here. I'm like, well, I mean, we're in the middle of Kansas, like, <laughs> well, we're not in the middle, but we're in Kansas slash Missouri. Like, most of the people that like games moved to California and never came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not coming back either. No, ever. Anyway. In any in any way, not anyway. I'm in not moving it. on. I'm just saying in any way. In any way. In way. In way. So otherwise, have you had any other uh, Tinder meetups at all? Uh, no, but I haven't been trying. Um, honestly, most of the, I have like these regular people that are always, you know, how they, on Tinder they have the moments or whatever the bullshit. 
there's there are some girls that are always posting pictures. I'm just like, some of them was like, okay, cool. You're saying something with this picture. It's kind of like Snapchat. Oh jeez, mm-hmm. you're like saying, <laughs> oh god, you're making it's a statement, up. or you're like, hey, you want to hang out? But some of them it's just like, so you just took a picture of yourself. That that's yeah. all. Like that's yeah. kind of stupid. Like, what are you trying to say? Are you is that saying that you're just trying to be like, hey, look at me? Or are you saying let's hang out? I don't. I don't. Well, I I I don't know how to read this. Yeah. What what the fuck is this? Who knows? I don't know. I I yeah. cannot. I cannot honestly tell you. My pictures suck on Tinder. Oh really? They're so bad. Mine aren't great either. But honestly, I think they accurately represent me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, people, I I don't catfish people. Yeah, a lot of people try to like make themselves look way better but it's like no th- that'll just end in end badly anyway because they'll meet you and be like oh i'm not interested versus for me it's like nope this is me this is this is me next to r2d2 this is me next to greg miller this is me holding a lego thing like i'm a nerd get with it surprise surprise <laughs> you should i should really actually just make a compilation of like girly photos with my hand on my hip or my shoulder or yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> just like or with a bunch of other like dudes or something just make it as weird as possible actually i would probably get a lot of likes that way or you a lot totally of the, would you totally be, would because it'd be actually unique and funny and honestly a lot like i mean i'm i do all right on tinder but a lot of the stuff on tinder there's a lot of stuff on Twitter I just don't understand. But, but but there's also a lot of things about girls I don't understand, so... Such as life, the like, enigma that is the opposite sex. Like, all the girls that are like, I swipe right if you have a cute dog. It's like, well, assholes can have cute dogs. P- people that you aren't attracted to can have cute dogs. Why does the cute dog have anything to do with it? This is a dating site. Like, who cares? What? Go to cutedogs.com if you want to look at cute dogs. Like, this is supposed to be a dating thing so i don't understand what the cute dog has to do with anything i would really like someone to do a uh, a regional like analyze the regional differences of the typical tender user so here's the thing i've noticed um i've used it a lot out in california just kind of for shits and giggles and i used it some out here in columbus just because you know i'm back why not and the thing is california it was really common for the girls to list their height like, and it would always be like five, five, yeah. five, four. Like it was nothing tremendous. Well, I, I, a lot of the profiles I, well, I would say probably half of the ones I see list either say their height or just that they're tall or short. Yeah. But that, that's the thing is I noticed that a lot in a uh, California, at least yeah. out by, at least by Columbus, um, by Ohio state, not the case. I none none of wh- none of them gave like a specific n- yeah. average number. It was all the only time they would ever mention their height was like what you said if they were ridiculously short, like five one, yeah, or if they were ridiculously tall, like six foot. So I don't know what to make of it. At yeah. least, at least to me, like it's kind of a weird thing because honestly, I don't care how tall you are. Like, <laughs> it, it it's to me like height is not a thing. Like, if you were taller than me, I wouldn't care. If you're shorter than me, I don't care. Like, are you attractive? Are you fun? Can I talk to you? Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, height has never been like I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're like the, you're the coolest person I've ever met, but you're short, so get the fuck out of here. It's like, what? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't think guys mind it as much. In fact, at least with, like, taller women, I feel like some guys might find it sort of exotic. 
I don't know yeah. if that's the right term to use, but yeah, it's something that's like you don't get that a lot. You don't often have girls who are taller than you, so when you have that opportunity, it's like, well, yeah, why the hell not? Let's try this. Like, this is interesting. Um, but yeah, so my audio levels are really weird. I should like face directly at the mm. mic. I've been trying to find a good medium with how this would record. I don't know. This is fine now. Uh, anywho, yeah, that's a that's our. That's our Tinder Minute here oh on the Uncensored Gamers Say. Um, otherwise, well, so you talked about Rock Band f- yeah. 4. So, What's up with those pre-orders? Okay, so uh, Rock Band 4 has been open for pre-orders for quite some time now. Um, they had a deal that if you pre-order the game, you got 30 free tracks. So I was like, yeah, no-brainer, going to pre-order. Like, 30 free tracks? Like, that's a ton. That's that's a lot of tracks. Um. But over the over this past week, they made it a little bit complicated. Oh no! So, Just like my love life. Yeah. So they announced that if you pre-order from Amazon, you get four exclusive Amazon tracks. Oh God! Which I'm just like, well. Oh no! I already pre-ordered at Best Buy because I get the fifty dollars back thanks to the twenty percent off. So I'm not going to switch to Amazon just to get the four tracks. Like, who knows if I even like those four tracks? And then they announced if you pre-order on PSN for the digital copy, then you get 10 exclusive PSN bonus tracks. I'm just like, okay, okay, wait 10 fucking minutes. Well, eight, 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> wait, wait 10, 10 fuck- minutes here. No, wait, wait 10 tracks. Wait I gotta one- listen to these songs first. <laughs> wait one goddamn minute here. So you're telling me that when I pre-order the giant band bundle that's $250... I don't get as many tracks as if I pre-ordered the digital version that's only 60 on PSN. Yes. That's a bunch of bullshit. True I'm that. I'm literally <laughs> giving you three times as three to four times as much money. Yeah. Um, are th- so hmm and, um, and you're giving me less. Like that's weird. But the thing is I'm not going to pre-order it in both places. That's fucking insane. So just I'm not going to get the 10 exclusive PSN tracks, I guess. I was going to ask and I yeah, so like that's the here's the thing about this is do you think this might be timed exclusivity? Oh, of course they're timed. Yes. But yeah, the thing okay. is, it, it, it just sucks that even if they're... So, I, even if they come out later, they're not going to be free like they are for pre-ordering. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's that's the shit part. Because it's like, well, uh, that's kind of shitty because, like, I'm paying a lot of money for your other bundle, but this cheaper bundle gets you more? Well, I mean, the way to think about it, I guess, is if you're getting this through Best Buy, right, at a 20% discount, I'm yeah. guessing. So, like, here's hoping that, uh, yeah, it's it's still shady, but at least it'll still hopefully come out cheaper than just yeah. buying the thing new, I so, guess. So now what I'm thinking, which is kind of, th- this is starting to get insane. What I'm thinking is, okay, we get the Best Buy bundle. Um, we pre-order the PSN one, get those exclusive tracks. Get the Best Buy bundle, sell the Best Buy bundle disc, but keep the digital copy so I get the okay. exclusive. Tra- I'm like, is, this, is this a good plan? Is this a good plan? Huh? I don't. Huh? I don't know. Wait, you get the tracks, but then you want to sell the Best Buy disc? Yeah, I sell the Best Buy disc. I keep the digital copy because I have to. Because once you pre-order on PSN, you can't return. 
Yeah, so I was about to say you yeah. sell it to someone else who wants the game. Yeah, yeah, just just the game. I keep but, I keep I keep the instruments because I need those. I need those. So are you suggesting not telling people that you use the tracks? Like, are you gonna what do say, you mean? oh yeah, like are you gonna say yeah, this is, doesn't come with the Best Buy? Well, you're just gonna hope that they don't know. Oh well, you, they don't get the tracks because they didn't pre-order if they're buying it from me. They're pre-order, oh, okay, pre-order that's true. only. That's that's true. So you would hopefully sell it around like fifty five or something, yeah. and just say like lightly used, basically new. It is basically new because I'm not going to take the saran wrap off. So that's true. Do follow your heart, Peter. Do what you need to do to get I this have, stupid ex- pre order. I basically songs. have a month left to decide if I'm going to do this stupidity or not. I do it. I'm just going to make the decision for you. Do it. The problem... So here's the problem, Joe. If I do Ooh. that, I definitely need to buy a new hard drive for my PS4. Oh, no. We're already at that point. Well, the thing is, Rock Band 4 is going to have... It's going to be the whole game, and now the DLC from all the other Rock Bands is going to be included. I'm going to need more space. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, an interesting thing I saw, and I, it actually has escaped me. There was there is a like add-on. I don't know how this works. So there's like a bay that you can put on top of your PS4 that supports 3.5 inch yeah. hard drives and goes up to two terabytes. Is that? Oh well, you, you does no, that three and a half inch ones can go up to like five or six now. The the 2.5 can go up to two two terabytes. Well, what I was going to... Uh, I mean, it specified two terabytes. I wasn't sure if that was a limitation oh. of the PS4 or if it was no, just... No, there's, there's no limit on the PS4. Why would you get a three and a half inch drive for two terabytes if you can just stick it in the console? I have no idea. Is your question is as good as mine. Either way, I was seeing this because this was an add-on dock for that, and it made me wonder. It's like if you're putting a three and a half inch drive in there, I'm guessing PS4 can only handle one drive. I'm yeah, guessing one, right. Yeah, one drive at a time. Okay, yeah, then that's kind of a waste of time. Yeah, it it sounds like stupidity. Like, why wouldn't you just get the the regular size drive and stick it in? Unless you unless you're going to go above what a 2.5 inch drive can hold. Maybe I misread this. Actually, I'm heading back to that Twitter. Either way, it was weird because they were yeah there was a lot of promotions on these really weird PS4 peripherals that I'd never seen. They but they weren't peripheral peripherals. They were like here's a you here's this thing you plug into your USB drives to make it five instead of two, you know? Yeah, these are all just peripherals for people that don't understand how things work, in my opinion. Aww. Because, like, ever since PS3, you've been able to put in your own hard drive, so why would I need another bay? Unless, unless, I, unless it's like, oh, you can put as much storage as you want. Then okay, yeah, because the three and a half inch drives always are a little bit ahead of the two point five ones, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we can see. So yeah, you don't just have a spare like hard drive lying around that you can upgrade with. Me, no, not not one that's too terror. Not not one that's more than what the PS3 already has, because most of my uh, most well, yeah, most of my two point five inch laptop drives are like 500 gigs like i have my my um my ssd is 250 and then the other drive in my laptop is a 500 and um 
my desktop drives are bigger, but they are three and a half inch. So I'd have to go buy a new. I mean, this this is eventual an eventuality anyway. I would need to go get a new hard drive at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've been talking about for years about getting a new hard drive for my PS3 because I I filled my 500 gig up like a couple years ago. So I was thinking about getting a, so the max capacity that a PS3 can have is one and a half terabytes. So I was going to get one and a half terabyte drive for there and then a two terabyte for the PS4. Okay. Makes sense. Huh. Well then. Otherwise, what is Kung Fury? Is that racist? So I, (laughs) amazingly, no. What? Actually, shit, maybe. I don't know. There's a... Maybe what is racism anymore? I don't know. I mean, there's some Nazis in it, but... I mean, but are the Nazis acting racist? They punch you. Are you a minority? No, you're just a white guy. Well, then that's not racist. Okay. So... Okay, we settled that. So, uh, you had the same question I had. When I went on to PSN, I was like, what the fuck is this Kung Fury thing? Well, first of all, it's two bucks. So I was like, how is this two bucks? Like, that's weird. PSN games don't typically come out at $2. So I checked. It's like, oh, this is some cell phone game that they ported to the PS4. But they didn't up the price, which is cool. Because typically, they'll up the price on PSN because it's more in line with what the PSN prices are versus what the App Store prices are. Yeah, but they kept it at two dollars. So I was like, you know what? For two bucks, I'll try this thing out. It see, it, it seemed kind of cool. Like I looked at this preview. It's all it has like eighties themed, like art and music. So I downloaded it. It's pretty. It's 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 a really simple game. Like it's really simple, but but there is some depth to it in that it's challenging. Like it's super challenging. I. Uh, it's a lot about timing, timing your punches, and um. Maybe I'll get good enough to get all the trophies in it someday, but right now I'm pretty bad. Uh, at least I feel like I'm pretty bad. I like I I can get onto the scoreboard and the ga- the internal game scoreboard, but not very high to get all the trophies or anything. But uh, mm-hmm. it's basically it's a two button game. You either punch left or you punch right. It's it's a two D kind of like like a brawler style. Like it's two D brawler that sort of um, camera angle, and yeah. it's uh, pixel pixel art. But the art is really good, and the music is super 80s, and I like the styling of it, and it has a lot of effects that are super 80s style. Um, and you either punch left, you punch right. You can do these crazy combos as people are coming in. You have to time them, and some of the... This is one ninja lady you gotta fight, and she's the fucking worst. Like, you gotta time it super well. Have you fought the Kung Fuhrer yet? I don't think there's a Kung Fuhrer. There is a... What am I looking at then? So the... So the... uh, The the biggest enemy that I can think of that I haven't fought yet, because I actually... In the trophies, they list what enemies there are. And, you know, there's like trophies like, beat however many of this enemy. The only one I haven't encountered yet is the Red Ninja. And I'm going to guess the Red Ninja... You have to be really good to get to the Red Ninja. I haven't gotten to the Red Ninja yet. I may never get to the Red Ninja because it's arcade style where you have to start at the beginning each time. Um, it's pretty good for two bucks. Like, I don't know. It's it's a fun little diversion. I had I, I think I had my $2 worth. It was fun. Um, I like the music. I like the art style. It's super simple. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that they stuck with the iOS pricing because I know that sometimes they bring stuff from iOS or Android and then they up it to like ten to fifteen dollars because it's like, well, this is the price you pay here. Like, this is what this is the norm for this marketplace. Is that this is based off of an '80s movie? 
No, not. Are you sure? No, it's not based off of a movie. I'm okay. You should Google search Kung Fury and tell me if what I'm looking at. Cause okay, so I like Google search Kung no, Fury. Kung and Fury. It's not an '80s movie. It's a new movie coming out that that is '80s styled. You what? I've never heard of this movie before. Oh, you didn't hear about this? I didn't know Kung Fury was a thing. Well, it's brand know. new. They got David Hasselhoff to be in it. And he did like a funny music video. Yeah, I see him now. What is, th- what? I don't like this. This is weird. It's, 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 I feel weird. It's a new movie that the guy is making to look like an 80s movie. This is, that's just crazy. Like they're purposefully having 80s tropes and like 80s style f- film and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except now and. There's very clearly a Kung Fuhrer right here. <laughs> He's just striking a pose. Oh, man. It's great. This is stupid. Okay, I'm all right with this, even though I'm weirded out slightly by it. The 80s, it was a better time, a simpler time, and it's coming to a theater near you. Is it? Or, I don't know, actually. It's probably straight to video. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was just going to come out on like YouTube or something. I don't know how the internet works anymore because it's just changed everything. Have you looked at the image of the Kung, this Kung Fury image of someone just standing next to a DeLorean with a giant boombox? Yep, that I is, see it. That's this is a cool, stupid. That's a cool photo right there. For those of you at home, Google search Kung Fury and go to images, and it's just you'll get an idea of what this whole bullshit is about. I really wish I was that cool to have a DeLorean and a boombox. I mean, I saw a woman with a boombox like a week ago walking down the street, and she was like a filthy hippie. But she didn't have the DeLorean, so that's the key. This is true. That's the key. That's what ties the whole thing together is having the DeLorean, because then you can justify being weird and quirky because you got a cool car. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anything else you'd like to share with the class, Peter? I tried to play Street Fighter (laughs) Four. I still suck at Street Fighter 4, but maybe what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is that the AI just sucks. Like, I need to be fighting against real people. Yeah. The but AI is no the real fun. people the will AI kick is your just ass. not fun to fight. Yeah. What, is it too difficult? Yeah, it's just cheap. It's like, I just don't see how anyone, unless like you were like a superhuman Street Fighter person, could time things that well. I have it on good authority from John, who played a lot of Street Fighter 4. He said that basically moving from AI to human opponents is a very drastic change. And that, like, even yeah. he was able, I think he beat it on the highest difficulty. And he's like, but just because you can beat it on the highest difficulty does not mean you're capable of, like, human competition. Yeah. Because the AI I think behaves it would be so much more, differently. Like, if I was going against you, I think it would be more fun. Because I feel like the AI is just cheap. It's just cheap. Well, yeah, their reaction times are incredible. And it sucks because it's like, I don't know, I guess I, I, I come from a different school of fighting game than Street Fighter is typically because like, games like Smash Bros. or Soul Calibur actually have decent AI. Yeah, I, I think one of the things about fighting games is them being one-on-one, uh, especially in like when you're comp- when you're against someone else, both fighters tend to stay on the defensive until there's an opening, and then they go all offensive. The AI is just always offensive. Yeah. And the defense, they don't need to be defensive because 
they know where you're going to hit, and it's basically just a dice roll whether or not they block or not, you know? Exactly. So, I just got a text from my mom. I wanted to go back Tuesday to Ohio State, and now my mom's like, no, actually, I work that day, and I'm like, I hate everything. You lied to me, mom. (laughs) Why do you lie? Uh, Speaking of lies, news. All news is lies. It's all a lie. I don't even know why we have this section. It's all made up. I wish this was made up. Twitch is playing fucking Dark Souls right Did, now. Didn't... How was that going? So, they started off with Pokemon, and they arranged, they got around to beating it. They eventually did. It took them a long time. Yeah. Some I, changes I were made. But that's you, at least kind of turn-based. Like, I can't possibly see how they could do anything in Dark Souls. They're not doing anything in Dark Souls is the problem. If you want at any point just like Google search Twitch plays Dark Souls I think they're actually at the first bonfire which would require them getting past like two tutorial enemies Uh, so I don't know. This is going to take a while. It's already been up for like three four days I think and it's just real bad like they've been able to equip some stuff and also the controls are jank because now you're dealing with you know analog instead of what was once digital and yeah. I just tuned in and they're just they're punching air yeah I'm gonna see oh. I'm gonna see so one thing that they had to implement in Twitch Plays Pokemon was something called the democracy anarchy system yeah I remember that yeah, and for those of you who don't know, it means basically by putting in these inputs from chat, um, when it's anarchy, it the game will just eat whatever the next ready command is from chat. So if you hit a, if you say hit A, they'll hit A in the game if you are next on the queue. Uh, democracy, what that allows people to do is that will basically let everyone put in their votes for like 10 seconds as to what the next action would be. And that kind of lets people get through the harder segments of the game. Um, at least in Pokemon, and this it's just it's just dumb. Everything is dumb. So wait, there's no way. So what's baby steps and what's auto walk? That's a good. Uh, I don't actually know. Um, that's a new implementation that I've not seen. I'm going to guess. I have no idea. I don't Dude. know. I think it's. <laughs> I, I I think it's their way of handling the analog. Yeah. Um, because you know, otherwise it'd just be a full on one input. Um, yeah, because yeah, right now this guy's just walking back and forth in this hallway and just like not getting anything done. Yeah, this is pretty dumb. This is dumb. But it, hey, Lady all... Gamer for Life is not following. Well, great. I'm glad. Oh, he, I'm glad oh, for Lady he Gamer. Dodged. He, do- he dodged. Okay, now he's not. Moving on. <laughs> Hearthstone is now earning $20 million a month. Holy shit. Yeah, and and then people wonder why they're not too uh, keen on worrying about... um, Wow. Because they have this money, this money pit that they're earning. I I just don't understand. Or, well, I do understand. I understand. How many people are playing Hearthstone? Do you know the numbers, the metrics? We know how many people are playing Warcraft. I don't know the metrics. It's kind of hard to really... Well, at least with Warcraft, you can count subscribers, but since Hearthstone's free, 
free to play it's kind of hard to really know maybe we could check downloads yeah i don't know they'd have to release that number and i don't think they have well then who knows all i know is 20 million dollars is a lot of money it's so much money that's so much money I haven't even touched Hearthstone like, yet. So how much do the expansions cost? Are the expansions 20 or $10? I don't think the expansions themselves actually cost anything. I think what they're doing is they just release the packs and then you buy the packs. I thought there was one expansion that cost money. I thought there was one like single player one that was like it cost money. I mean, it might be like a starter booster thing that will just give you like a mishmash of cards from the new set. But I, mean, I don't like think it's you need- a it's like a new thing. Like they added like I think they added like new art or something, and then you could pay ten bucks to get the new art. Oh, I I am not familiar with that. Yeah, I so don't I was actually say, know. Maybe we could do some math here, but I forgot about the whole pack thing. I was like, well, if, if the pack costs ten bucks, then there's two million people playing it because I got twenty million, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I this, All I know is I saw this, and it's a lot of money, especially in a month, like, for this one game. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Though, do you remember when that um that Kim Kardashian game came out, and they're like, oh, this game is literally earning, like, $5 million a day? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I think the difference, though, is that was obvious. I feel like that, well, that was a fad. You know, no one talks about that anymore. Hearthstone has been going on for two what years now. Two years, yeah. yeah. So the fact that I feel like it can only gain more momentum. Totally, yeah. Like this, I think Hearthstone is, I think this is where Blizzard's going to be moving toward in the future, making these lighter weight, uh, easier to, to uh, develop games, but games that are more addicting and that uh, they can basically get a lot of money from yeah i wonder if this influx of revenue stream will not distract but i i mean obviously there's priority on hearthstone because that makes a lot of money i wonder if this might like alter any future plans about releases and stuff um i don't know I mean, because I know they're going to release an, an expansion for WoW. I wonder if this is going to ma- influence them to put things on a back burner and to continue to put in resources into this. I mean, of course, they're going to keep doing it, but I wonder yeah. if it'll change the priority. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I, know how these... I think maybe they... Uh, I could see them uh, getting it on more platforms because right now it's only PC and I think Android and iPad or uh, iOS. Um, uh-huh. I'm surprised it hasn't come to the consoles. That That's a good point. I wonder if... I'm not sure, like, maybe it's a transactional thing with the consoles, or maybe there's a cut, maybe there's some negotiation that has to go on. I mean, they need to integrate yeah. the pack purchases in the store. Um, I don't know, yeah. Maybe maybe Blizzard just likes working with more open, pla- more open platforms. Oh. Not to say that I iOS is more open, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, they def- they definitely do. Well, iOS is way more open than a console is. Um, well, exactly. Relatively speaking, people argue that i the the iOS uh, the iTunes store is pretty closed, and it is. But relative to a console, it's nowhere near that. So totally, totally. Yeah, this is interesting. That's that's cool. Um, 
Halo 5 has gotten a T rating for the first time ever in the franchise. Good. I never understood why it was M rated to begin with. It never made sense. I thank you. I agree. 100% never made sense to me. Like, there was never really any blood. It was, it was always like alien blood that was like purple. Yeah, and even the blood that did exist, like the amount of blood that came out was just as much as came out that came out in Zelda games. I don't yeah. know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, the blood that would chunk out of like the Deku uh, plants or whatever. Or not the Dekus, um, the freaking Baba, 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 I don't know. Anyway, there was, there was, there was blood. And yeah, Halo 5 had that. There was like maybe a swear here and there, but it was like shit. Yeah, it was very minor. Very minor. There was nothing overt really. Maybe like they said damn a few times, but you know, there's nothing more than like what a typical PG-13 movie would have or even a PG movie. Yeah. So they got a teen rating. So I don't know. I don't know what's changed now. I don't think anything has changed. I think it's the same thing with uh like it, I think it's the same thing about how the new the newer Smash Brothers games are rated E10 versus T. Just the ratings have gotten softer over time. I mean, yeah, maybe they have gotten softer. I yeah, I have no idea. I it's interesting though. I I really would like to just I know it's arbitrary, but I just don't I don't know. I don't understand. I don't think I could understand, and that's what makes this frustrating, asking that question. The ratings board, I will never understand the ratings board. Like, I, I, I don't even know who's on it. Is it just a bunch of old dudes? Is it a bunch of young dudes? Is it a, a mixture? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's to my understanding that it's a mixture of people. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a... Uh, ratings don't matter to me, obviously, like they used to, because they don't matter to me because I'm now an adult. But yeah, as a kid, it was always perplexing when a game like Battlefield did it where they went from teen to M. But, you know, that probably rightfully so. Uh, but it was still one of those things where it's like, no, don't do that. That makes it harder for me to get. Damn it. And then, then I'm, I'm over here. <laughs> then I'm over here and it's like, I've never cared because my parents would just buy me whatever. Like, I got God of War when it came out and I was like 10 and it was an M-rated game. Yeah, no, like yeah, the the my my parents I think after the age of like 15, 14, even probably yeah, probably by then 14, they didn't give a shit like it was just one of those things where you had to go in, you had to have your parent with you and then it, they'd have to be like you're aware that this contains and then they blah 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 and it's like, yeah, sure, just get it for me. My parents were aware that Halo always had a bullshit rating too cuz I yeah. played that with like cousins when I was 10 and it was one of those things where it came up it's like oh it's M and then the cousins were like yeah we don't know why it's that that does it's like it's fine and um so like I still remember okay so now like so God of War came out I was 12 but yeah I still remember when the Matrix came out my mom was like this movie's so good. It's rated R, but you need to see it. Like, and I, that was 1999. Like I'm freaking like seven. And she's like, no, you, you have to watch this. Like you No, Peter. <laughs> I mean, she probably knew you would appreciate it. Yeah. And I did. So it's like, yeah, I, I, it, it's really, I, I know it, the ratings are there for a reason, but I also feel like it depends on the kid, you know, like it depends on how mature the kid is. 
I almost feel like they need to apply ratings to the individual contents of a game rather than the game as a whole. So, for instance, you have blood, and then you have, like, level 1 blood, level 2 blood, level 3. One is, like, there's just some blood or, like, some visual of blood. Um, level 2 is it's, like, it's blood coming from violence. Um, you know, the difference would be, like, if a doctor cut someone with a scalpel, that's, like, level one blood, but then level two blood is, like, I'm beating the shit out of someone, and then level three is, like, there's gore everywhere, and it's gushing, like, (laughs) I mean, you know, instead of just being, like, it's a teen rating, be, like, no, this is the level of what is actually in this game, because they have mild and strong, but that's, like, those are still pretty subjective, and I you know? find that, and I find that with a lot of these ratings, they'll just put random bullshit descriptions randomly on games. Just like whenever a new Grand Theft Auto comes out, they find some new way to describe the violence in it. It's like what? Sure. Yeah, it's suggestive it makes... cartoon violence, like shit, like that. Like what? What does that even mean? Suggestive think... cartoon violence. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, what does that mean? Suggestive. I've always taken to mean like, oh, innuendo, like. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Halo, Halo 5 is a teen rating now. So now we're f- everything makes sense, I guess. Yeah. And now all the 13-year-olds can say that they fucked my mom. <laughs> um, and it will be okay because that's now allowed. Uh, moving so this, on. Follow- this, wait. Oh. This just reminded me of something, though. Oh, great. So um, I was trying to buy a Wii remote. Um, for my for my Wii U, since uh, some of the games that I own need a Wii remote, I just don't have one here because I left all my Wii stuff at home. So I was buying one, but uh, there was a there was a bundle uh, with a uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games that actually cost less than the Wii remote on its own. So I was like, well, I'm gonna buy the bundle, keep the Wii remote, and sell the game. Um, the thing is, I think there was a an error in Target's database because when I put Mario and Sonic into my cart, it was like. Are you 17? You need to be 17 to get this game. It has blah, blah, blah content. And I'm like, wait, this is fucking Mario and Sonic. (laughs) Why is this M rated in your database? I don't. uh, That's weird. I don't. Ratings are weird. Everything's weird. You know what? I've come to the conclusion today. Everything is weird. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Moving on, Fallout Shelter is out now on Android. Haven't downloaded it. Actually, uh, wasn't that a while ago? I don't even know. No, it's it real. Ca- it came out on like it literally a couple days ago. I think it came out on like Thursday or Friday. I was about to say this news was like three days old, so it sh- it was yeah. recent. Yeah, my brother got it, and he seems to be enjoying it. I, I haven't still, downloaded it yet. I'm gonna be honest, like, uh the changes that they made because I because they updated the iOS version. I mean, I guess they make the game more interesting, but also it's 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 uh it's damaging my um my production, my my really my, hu- my human production. Well, because they added more like disasters and stuff, so now more of my people are like getting in trouble and like almost dying. I'm like, no, you can't die. I need you to make babies. That actually kind of sucks. I kind of don't like that. That's. Yeah, I, I I already don't like games like this just because they keep you busy for the sake of being busy, and I'm not all about that, Mang. So, I don't know. I'm, I've yet to download it. I don't think I will. I might do it at some point out of morbid curiosity, yeah. but whether or not I actually open it is to be decided. So, what I've done is that I have 
the uh so the way you make new babies or new children or whatever is that you have to you have to stick two uh two people of the opposite sex into like uh, like a hangout room and then they'll hang out and eventually they'll do it right so basically what i've done is stuck so you can uh if you make a, a room each room you can stick two people in if you make a room that's three rooms wide that's the maximum length that a room can be is three rooms you can stick six people so i stuck five women and one dude Oh God! And he's just on a cycle. And this is just gross. He cycles through them, and once the once the first one has finally birthed a baby, he's done having sex with the last one, <laughs> and it just keeps going through. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if any of the developers at any point thought about like just how gross this whole thing. It's really gross, but like I don't know how else to get my population up. I mean, no, you you're playing the game optimally. Yep. <laughs> but like most things in life, the optimal solution is often the most detached from humanity. <laughs> Every time I go into that app, I have like a notification that's like four new babies. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Out completely out of context. When I get the notification that I have four more babies, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Said no one ever, ever. Oh, oh, my God. Fallout, what's wrong with you? You cray. Um, I'm stalling for time to move on to the next story. Uh, someone has modded Mafia 1 to have multiplayer. And it's cool. been out for five days. Okay. Why? I don't know why because why not I don't know um Mafia was an interesting game I'm not sure how much of you you've played of it or messed with it but it was like one of those games Mafia was like kind of a Grand Theft Auto clone but I think yeah. what made it interesting was it actually had physics and mechanics in it that made it a little bit more realistic and a kind of it could kind of be a fun way and someone has taken it upon themselves to modify multiplayer into it so now you can cause havoc in Mafia. I don't know. I just thought this was interesting, especially off of the heels of uh, Just Cause 2 getting multiplayer release uh, about a year ago. When um, did when did Mafia come out? A long time ago. I want to say it had to be late 2000s. Like, I thought Mafia 2 came out late 2000s. I thought Mafia 1 was even earlier. I mean, let's just consult our handy guide, uh, Wikipedia. Mafia, the city of Lost Heaven was the first one. Holy shit. Okay, it came out 2002. See, I was going to say, I, I could have swore it was like a PS2 game. All right, my mistake. I thought Mafia 1 came out on, like, debuted on the 360, and then it, no. like, and the sequel came out, like, a little bit later on. No, okay, Mafia yeah. 2 was, like... A long-awaited sequel when it came out. Well, it seems that some people really liked that game because they modded it. I don't know. Thirteen years later. Thirteen years later. I don't know, but that's that's stupid. Like in a good way. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I someone has just put multiplayer in and they released it. And hey, everyone, it exists now. It only took us thirteen years to get here, but now <laughs> we're here. Start from the bottom. Uh, speaking of Mafia, Grand Theft Auto V has now sold 54 million copies, and I think that's physical. Hang on. I gotta go on this link, because I don't Wait, read just, my news just links. physical? Hang on. That's not it, overall? Uh, 
54 million copies across all platforms. Uh, Cortana, why are you recording this? Stop. <laughs> okay, so hang on. I'm trying to figure this out. because. Oh, wait. What am I looking at? For the first quarter of its physical re- year and revealed as now sold. You know, I should really, like, actually read my sources. What are you sending me? All right, cool. Yeah, that's a cool gift that you just sent me. That actually is really cool. It's from Kung Fury. I know. I appreciate it. (laughs) Too bad no one else will see it. I don't know, actually. I remember there was a number that came out a while back, and they emphasized that it was physical, but it says 54 million copies across all platforms, and I'm guessing that's the case. Okay, yeah, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, let's just wank our numbers. Apparently, though, it's indicative that they're slowing down in sales. So finally, the beast well, is slowing down. Well, duh. <laughs> it's out. Well, now, honestly, I, I can see the PC having a pretty long tail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they, it hasn't been discounted sig- significantly at all yet. Wait till so, the Steam sale comes. Wait till the Steam sale so- comes. Well, that already came at some point, and my Cortana fucked with my recording sensitivity. Um, yeah, no, the. The one problem is there was a quote-unquote Steam sale, but what they're doing is they're forcing this, like, $20, um, bun- like, currency bundle for, uh, online. So what it does is it goes for $80 normal, and then when the Steam sale comes around, they discount it by 25%. So you're paying 60 bucks for the game and this $20 credit for the online. And that was a big hubbub during the summer, uh, sale because, you know, it was misleading, yeah, uh, hmm. I wonder if they'll continue to be stingy with this because you know I I in spite of this release being good on PC, I still get vibes from Rockstar that they are very hesitant to cooperate with PC gamers because they still have anti-piracy stuff on there and they just don't seem to get the PC even though the game runs well on it. I don't know. Rocks, yeah, Rockstar's always. Butted heads with that community. They're very akin to Nintendo in some ways. They're very prideful of their product. They know their product is good. And it is and, good. And yeah, and it is very good. But as a result, I, they can be stingy in ways that are very baffling to a lot of consumers. Who knows? Who knows? And they can get away with it too. Real Retailers will not question it because <laughs> guess what? They sold 52, 54 million copies yeah. of their game. So, whatevs. Um, otherwise, unless you have some news, does Peter have his news minute? No. His there's, quick news? There's, there's no Amiibo news this week. Well, a lot of... Uh, just just a lot of websites have been updating to have pages for the new Amiibos, but they're not out yet. They're just blank pages at this point. Well, I'm sure we'll have updates in the time to come. So, uh, otherwise, that's been another episode of Censored Gamers Say. I'm very hungry. I'm ready to get some food. Yep. Um, come, come have some of my mash. Ooh, your mash. Gross. Gross. <laughs> you can find me and Peter on Twitter and Tinder. 
our, yeah. our hand our, <laughs> I, our handles are in the description of this podcast you can use that to apply to any of these places that you can find us to search for the user and likely that will be us um you can find us on twitter or tinder ladies uh you can find us on psn the playstation network xbox live uh, well you can find peter on xbox live you can also find peter on nintendo somehow uh, you can also find both of us on Steam. You can find us at our website, zucchinithumbs.com, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm soon I'll we'll, we'll be there the best. Soon I'll be making the switch. I had to go through and fix a lot of old posts that had broken. And uh one, one now those are fixed. I'm going to focus on getting the pages working and then as soon as that's done, I'm going to swatch I'm going to switch it over. All right, sounds good. So then, yeah, zucchinithumbs.com. Send us emails at zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. We'll field some questions better than others. Um, otherwise, our feed is switching over on the 19th, I think. So I've submitted an email, or uh, I've submitted a form with Apple to change our feed. Um, all that needs to be said to you guys is that it'll break. So if you're subscribed, you will stop getting updates. What you need to do is go back onto iTunes and resubscribe. Um, sometime after Wednesday, hopefully. I send in the form and Apple will respond, hopefully by Wednesday, which means it'll go through and be all hunky-dory. Um, I'm just guessing, though. I'm hoping. I'm praying that will happen. So, otherwise, we will just, like, spam Facebook and be like, Hey, guys, resubscribe now. Rate and review us. And we'll do cool stuff. Yes, also rate and review us on iTunes. We'll do cool stuff. And some and stuff. I don't know. Peter, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God. Please, for the love of God, rate us. Please, we need this exposure. This is our big break. This is us coming out, hitting it hard. Um, otherwise, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Wonderful week. A wonderful life. Yeep. <laughs>